0: melanated gentleman podcast hopefully that wasn't too loud hopefully your ears are fine hopefully you don't listen to this on full blast that'd be a terrible idea anyway so today what a beautiful day it is i am joined well firstly i i am joined but i am i'm spencer let's do that first so that you know who you're listening to because according to some people we all sound the same but that's damn fine.
1: uh, uh shot fired <laughs>
0: uh today i am joined by the league of melanated gentlemen uh the two people that make this podcast possible uh the two people um that it it is just a joy to do this to do this thing with this is brenny and i'm jordan oh but wait there's more today we are joined yet again by a dear friend uh and a faithful listener to our podcast, uh, and I will let her introduce herself for the second time.
1: It's a girl for Hey, you know, bringing the feminine touch, you know, you know. There you go. <laughs> so, uh,
0: as I'm sure you are aware, if you listened to the last episode, uh, this will be part two of our marvel cinematic universe phase four uh review breakdown whatever you want to call it uh we're just talking about all the things that happened in phase four how we feel yada yada so forth and so on but before we do that um an unfortunate development in the world of fandom uh brandon yes uh
2: it's it brings me great sadness that um tommy that's all I got to say. Everybody know who I'm talking about. Tommy, JDF um, of the Power Rangers, the Green Rangers, the White Ranger, Black Ranger, Ran- Red Ranger, he was a bunch of Rangers. But he uh, unfortunately passed away this past week due to suicide. Uh, it was kind of a shock to everybody due to the fact that, you know, he there was no signs that we were aware of. There was a lot of exciting things coming up with Power Rangers as far as like, Reunions, it's the reunions 30th year anniversary coming up and the ca- old original cast that everybody knows, Billy, Zach, all those people, they're going to come back and everybody was expecting him to do so. And he's really like, he was always out there on the comic con, like circuit. He was out there for everybody to see. A lot of people loved him. Obviously he had a big impact on people's goods as well as my own. Uh, but yeah, it's just sad that, uh, he passed away in such a way and that, you know, I would just tell people, check on, your, check on your friends, check on your loved ones, you know, just make sure everybody's good.
3: I would definitely yeah. say, like, that was a big shock to find out he died. I feel like a lot of my social media, like, I wasn't aware that a lot of people, like, truly cared about him. Yeah, like, man. you see that passing, like, you just realize how big of an impact he had
0: on, like, multiple people's just childhood. I yeah, man, he was the guy, one of the guys of the 90s, like – because I didn't, I didn't watch Power Rangers, but I always knew who Tommy was. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah.
1: You didn't watch Power
0: Rangers? I have no excuse. I don't know why. Like, oh, I, I know I would have loved it. I know it would have been important to me. I, I just wasn't on that channel for some reason. Uh, okay. I, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a reason for it. But uh, here we are.
1: Yeah. He was definitely a big part in my household. Like, me and my brother was fighting. I, you know, most girls, I want to be Pink Ranger. I want to be Yellow Ranger. No, I want to be White Ranger because he was that dude. Oh. So. And the yeah. Purple Slime movie with Power Ranger in it was everything. So. Yep, the movie.
0: Yep. All right. Yeah. I may have had a Power Ranger toy of somebody <laughs> whose head, like, flipped upside down and, like, it. Like it was one head, and then you flip the it animal came out. Yeah.
1: Yes, everybody
0: had that. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Uh, and when I was growing up, green was my favorite color. So you know, Same. yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to lose. For real, yeah, it hurts. Twenty twenty two is trying to take our childhoods from us. We lost Kevin Conroy. Yeah, uh. that was big. Yeah. That that hurt.
3: We didn't but, even talk about that one either. Yeah. That was tough one.
0: Yeah, like that is that is my Batman.
1: That I mean, was really hard for me.
3: Yeah, that is that if I ever read anything with Batman, like obviously I'm hearing his voice.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Because he's he's he the definitive. I'm
1: getting... sorry,
0: Oh, I was just gonna say he's the definitive
1: Batman, you know. Yeah, no, seriously. Definitely given Jane Earl Jones vibes, you know. Oh yeah. I thought that was a black man playing Batman for a while and I was secretly crushed on him for a long time. So, that man had a voice for real, for real. Do- That's
0: so sad. He did. Well, enough of that nonsense. uh <laughs> 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 I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say nonsense, but uh, In- uh But in in reference to a meme that's floating around that comes from phase four, very sad. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) The the next item uh, on the agenda is Moon Knight. So if you've been here before, you know that I'm going to just give you the highlights in my own words, and then we're going to talk about it. So. Stephen Grant, a British museum employee, finds himself in some trouble when a cult leader named Arthur Harrow demands a scarab that he doesn't know he has. He blacks out several times. He's got a weird deep voice in his head, and he finds a phone in his apartment. Uh, He sees a bunch of missed calls from a woman named Layla, who keeps calling him Mark. Stephen finds himself being chased by a jackal, and his reflection starts talking to him and asking him for control of the body. Uh, we then see him turn into Moon Knight and kill the jackal. We find out that Stephen has dissociative identity disorder, and Mark is the one. It is one of the personalities. He is the avatar for the Egyptian god Khonshu, hence Moon Knight. Uh, Layla, Mark's wife, shows up and is completely unaware of Stephen. Arthur Harrow reveals that he was Khonshu's previous avatar, but he now follows Ahmed. Uh, He wants to revive Amit and kill literally everyone who's ever done anything evil ever. Steven is able to summon his own version of the Moon Knight suit, which I'm sure Jordan will talk about at length. Um, Arthur gets the scarab and Khonshu says, uh, if y'all don't stop Harrow, I will use Layla as my new avatar. So get it done. Uh, A council meets and, or a council is called with all of the other gods and Harrow um, so that they can warn so that they can be warned about what Harrow's trying to do, but Harrow just lies and they just believe him, making Kanchu look like a crazy person. Kanchu rewinds the night sky, and so they seal him away in Ahmed's tomb. And the council, or I'm sorry, I'm terrible at reading. Um, the he rewinds the night sky so that they can find out where Ammit's tomb is, and then the council seals him away. There we go, words are hard. Harrow tells Layla that Mark killed her father, but Mark lets it be known that his partner is actually the one who did it, and he got shot too, but it is Khonshu who revived him. Uh, Harrow shoots Mark, and Mark wakes up in what appears to be a psych ward. He comes across a sarcophagus, and inside is Stephen in his own body. There's another sarcophagus, but they forget to check on that because they run into a hippo lady. She explains how the Egyptian afterlife works. Stephen and Mark uh, go through their memories. Um, Mark's little brother was killed, which caused their mother to blame Mark and start being abusive toward him. That abuse subsequently created Stephen as a means of escape and finding peace. Steven is dragged into the frozen sand. Mark reaches the good place, but then he returns to the world of the living to stop Harrow from summoning Amit. Harrow releases Amit. Layla unseals Kanchu. The hippo brings them back to life. Layla becomes the avatar for the hippo goddess. They fight Harrow. Harrow starts winning. They black out, and Harrow is defeated. They decide not to kill him and demand to be released from Kanchu. Harrow is then killed by the third personality, Jake Lockley, who is still working with Kanchu. That is Moon Knight. A um, little longer than uh, you know some of the other synopses, but that's fine. Jordan, let's start with you. Yeah, <laughs> actually, can we, can we start with Cerise because I want to see her her opinion.
3: We, I've I'm, I haven't heard anyone's opinion like outside ours. Um. I want to see what it's Cerise, what you thought about Moon Knight. I
1: loved it. That's the shit. Like, Jesus Christ. Ooh, okay. Because <laughs> you're not go shit on my response like that.
4: He <laughs> said, Jesus Christ.
3: So, so you like the, did you have like any prior experience with Moon Knight? Like, did you know who he was or anything? Before
1: no, this? I did not. And I'm not going to front. I did not know who he was prior before this. Um, I thought it was pretty dope. The only thing, like, I thought about it tonight. Um, it was very double standard. Um, the the bad guy. Um, yeah, you know how he was trying to bring that girl back, that 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 guy back, but yeah. he was like, we gotta kill everybody who's done anything wrong. So why did she kill him? Like, I know he was thirsty. Hey, he was her avatar, but that, I would assume this, because is,
0: because he was doing her work, which made him a good person. Okay, but, I would say, but because if you think they, about if a they god, really killed
1: off of Well,
0: I Was gonna say if a god is supposed
3: to be like, I don't know, like all seeing. Like I feel like she should have still judged him.
0: She's That's gonna judge what him I'm later.
1: Saying.
0: I'm just talking. I don't, I don't
1: know. know. i just thinking about that now. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. But other than that, the, the show was dope and the fact that they added in the third, uh, the personality. third personality at the end. Um, I love that. I love how they did talk about how um, his second personality came into um, I episode don't necessarily... Five.
3: Huh? It was that episode five. That was a great yeah, episode. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't think it was to protect, like to find peace. I think it was to protect itself, Like, Because a lot of people research those that people who have been in such a traumatic um, incident, that they have created another personality to protect them in that moment. So I like how they tackled on a mental disorder like that yeah. um, to show A lot of people suffer through trauma, especially children growing up growing up in homes that deal with alcoholism, like his mother was going through, and also tackling how his mother was going through something as well, um, about losing her son, mental disorders, and just having you know mental wellness is and illnesses is a real thing, so. I liked how Marvel did tackle on that um, as well. That was actually one of my favorite things. So I'm an advocate for going to get therapy. So I definitely believe in that. So that's another reason why I love it. Okay.
3: I know for me, uh, all the characters outside of the X-Men, like the only ones that I truly like love is Moon Knight. Like Moon Knight is my favorite character, like outside of any of the X-Men. And for okay. me, I mean the show, I was hoping it was going to be more like the Netflix Daredevil. Because that's the type of character like Moon Knight is like he's going hand to hand, fighting people, getting bloody, taking punches like that's the type of character he is. And I feel like the show, it didn't want to give me that like this isn't the Moon Knight that I wanted to see. Um, The suits were cool. The Mr. Knight persona, love Mr. Knight persona. Um, But the way he was kind of flaunting it was got a little annoying uh, with me because I feel like Moon Knight is a very serious character. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they just did him a disjustice and then the whole that final episode where it just turned into like a kaiju battle with a uh, konshu and uh ahmet i was like come on now what is this like i i just really wanted to see him go bare knuckles beating people down getting beat up and yeah it just didn't give it to me man and i really i really wanted it but like we said even in our review that episode five where you get to finally see like moon knight's backstory that was a beautiful episode like top three in my opinion of the disney plus shows like other episodes uh I, I i like the show i feel like i need to re-watch it to give it another chance but it was just one of those shows where it's not my moon night that i wanted brandon, brandon. spencer which one of y'all y'all want to go yeah i can
2: um <laughs> i yeah uh it was it was solid I mean, it, it was entertaining for a moment there. Uh, I the first episode was like cool, but it was like, I don't know. It was, it, and I, I'm aware of Moon Knight. Like, I'm not an expert, like Jordan is, but I've read some of his comics and he's pretty interesting guy, like, interesting character. I mean, he's just a Diet Coke. Um, Bro, don't do it. He's Diet Coke Batman. Don't do you it. Know? He's great
3: value Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know what I'm hey, oh my
1: god, some great
3: value stuff is better than name brand stuff. You better, you better quit playing. That is not true, that's not true. Yeah, well, no, y'all out here tripping. Y'all oh. need some great values. Have
0: you ever used, brand used brand. a great value trash bag? Uh, no, because I'm getting a name brand for that. <laughs> no, brand. no, exactly. <laughs> All right,
2: yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, he's just he just bad man with some, uh, some more exaggerated mental issues. Um, and I just thought they didn't—they didn't give us enough of the superhero. I mean, let's be honest, like we, yeah,
3: you
2: know what I mean. We barely saw Moon Knight. We, I wanted to see Mister Knight way much, way more. Just
3: that know, was that disappointing thought. that we didn't get a lot of like Moon Knight just actually like fighting. Like I wanted more, like way more than what we got. And I think that was a mistake. I don't think it was a mistake
2: casting Oscar Isaac, but it was also like. I bet you they were thinking we can't put this we can't cover this man's face all season right this is really great actor yeah you can't put a suit on him all season but that's the mistake you make if you pick a big time name if you pick a, a kind of a unknown I think they can go throw the suit out there more cuz no one you know no one knows the guy so you can just you can just go naturally what works best for the character but I thought it was solid I think it's I have a little issue with the whole like this is a part of the MCU. This is its own special thing type talk. They therapy. did.
3: I mean, they disconnected it from the MCU, though. Like, if
2: it's not part of the MCU, why do we care? Like, I, I like Moon Knight's cool. But what makes Moon Knight cool is when he interacts with other people. So, no
3: thanks on... It should have... They they also had a misstep by not making it rated R. But that's what we get
2: with yeah, Disney.
1: Yeah, I agree with
3: that.
2: I mean, it's Disney Plus. They know about Disney yeah, but to use they rated. R- Deadpool
1: is on Disney Plus though. Exactly. So we can't say
2: that. True, but like I'm not using my rated R money on <laughs> Moon Knight. I'm using it on Deadpool, Blade. You know what I mean? Like big time stars. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
2: And nobody knows. Not no offense, but most people don't know who Moon Knight.
3: Is. No, I agree. I agree. But I mean, hopefully they will now. And I'm sure. I'm sure people who are just even casual fans they're aware who Moon Knight is now because of the show. So I will say that, like, I
0: appreciate that. Now more people know who he is. Spencer, what you got? Um, I think that I I like some of the things that they did. Um, I just feel like they could have been done in a different place. Um, I think that we were not given a superhero show and that's what we were supposed to be given. And that just, they, they they fumbled it a little bit on that, um, and I don't have a problem with uh, telling other stories or addressing other things. Um, that's not where my issue is. Um, I like the fact that they, you know, talked about dissociative identity disorder. Um, I like that we got to see his past, his history, um, things from his perspective. Uh, we it's it's really hard to do a good job of showing how abuse happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I... And this could be an expectations issue, but uh, like Jordan said, this is not what I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted something closer to... Daredevil, like knowing what this was. Now, the nitty-gritty. Brandon, Brandon, uh, quick question. Uh, to your point, how at what point did we see Mendo's face? I want to say it was the final, it was the final
2: episode, and it may have been the final episode of season two.
3: No, I think it was season one. You saw the end. I think it was at the end of the last episode of season one, I want to say. Mm.
2: I know, I know, obviously, the one where he gave his, you know, gave uh, baby Yoda back to Luke. That was the end of season two. And that's why everybody was so shocked when he took it off. But I mean, you may be right. But
0: either way, it was a long time. And that is the fact that they got Narcos and they hid his face for however many episodes, Oscar would have been fine. I agree. If uh, if they would have just let him be Moon Knight and Mister Knight and you know all of the things, um, and it could have been a CGI budget issue. They did have to create Conchu and they did have to create the Hippo Goddess and they did have to create Ammit. Yeah, I didn't so, even
3: I didn't even mention all the other stuff. Like so much stuff that they changed with the actual character. Like they they made him more like supernatural. Like his suit was like more supernatural. Uh, they changed the way his personalities are. Um, they completely changed that. And also, when they yeah, finally showed... Steven
0: was a completely different person.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then the comments is not like... And then we finally got to see the last final personality. You're just like, wow, he has a Hispanic accent. <laughs> it, was just
0: like, it was just like completely random for that to happen. Well, and the accents were fine. Because I, I like giving characters a little more depth and not making them generic white dude um because a lot of comic book characters from you know before Ever. the 90s are generic i yeah. dude so i'm 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 all for giving nuance there so them changing nationalities and races and and all that doesn't really bother me yeah. but i i get yeah this is this isn't what i thought we were going to get yeah. And there were some good things about it, but generally speaking, it was not what I wanted, and I can't say that I enjoyed it enough to want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah.
3: I would say my final thing, and I'm gonna be done with Moon Knight. But I love the way they handled the uh, the personality switch. Like you kind of just see
0: them black out for a minute, wake up somewhere Mm -hmm. else. Like I I did enjoy that. I did enjoy the blackouts, but I wanted, what would have made this better to me is if we had seen the blackouts. Yeah. See it from the other personalities perspective. Yeah. Like I would love, I would love to have seen, like there would have been an episode that was only Jake. Yeah. And so we got to see what Jake was doing while the other two were asleep. Um. I think that's one of the missed opportunities. Yeah. 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 Um, I loved Layla. Uh, I thought yeah. she was great. Nice. But, um, you know, other than that, I, I I can't say that I just super enjoyed this. Um, Cerise, it looked like you had some things, some comments.
1: Oh, well, can I just like devil's advocate here? Okay. So like, Remember how we talked about Wanda's vision and Wanda, Wanda, Wanda vision and how, um, you know, we finally got a backstory on her and stuff like that. Could we, because there is, it, it's still in talks that there might be a Moon Knight, a second season of it. So could they just be trying to get out all the fluff of the background story and why he is the way he is so that next season they can actually cover his face give us the fight scenes that we want, and not have to worry about why he is the way he is. And the only character that we have to worry about being introduced is the third character.
3: I mean, I feel like that would be nice, but I mean, Oscar Isaac is acting like he only here for one season. So, I mean, it'd be nice. I didn't even know who that, that man
1: was before uh, this came out. So... I'm about to get my Kiki Palmer on and say if somebody showed me a picture of him, I don't know this man. <laughs> he walked past me in the street. I don't know this man. I'm sorry.
3: I've only <laughs> seen him from Mandalorian. I've never seen him anything else.
1: I don't know what else he's from. And the way women were simping over him by these posters. Like, I mean, he gives a good vein, but it ain't like they gave me a full sore body. So, I mean,
0: I mean, definitely could have
1: covered his face some more.
0: Brandon, uh, you hear that Thor reference and not a Captain America reference? Thor's the <laughs> one. Oh yeah. Just before we move to the next movie,
3: this is this is perfect. Cerise. Yeah. In the MCU, who do you think uh-huh. is cleaning up shop going through these girls? Thor.
1: Ooh, or okay, wait, 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 wait. You said Captain America or Thor? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about like as the character or real life?
3: And, and as the character, we in real life, we know who oh, we know who getting that. Well, both of them
1: Man, Thor, Thor is uh, smashing and dashing. Like, exactly. He's done that with Hulk and uh, She-Hulk in one series. He got with a Valkyrie in another one. Um, yeah, he's he's fucking everybody. Um, okay. Captain America is giving monogamy to you know exactly.
3: He's um, like a good boy.
1: To, I'm the, saying,
3: to the Carter
1: lately. Whatever her name is, he she's he, not smashing nothing else, but
2: who can smash it? Isn't who got the highest number, it's who, who could have the highest number, you know? What I mean,
1: could have the highest number. What lady doesn't want a bolt of electricity coursing through her body as she getting some deed? Come oh on, now,
3: my ears.
1: I don't, I don't know if I should sorry, this up. I mean, you asked me in a no, do not I mean, apologize. You're right. All Captain America gonna do is, you know, he gonna be like, "Oh my God, this was amazing!" And don't touch their <laughs> sex because we're gonna be like, ma'am, language!" That was such a turn off. <laughs> Hell no. <nah." laughs>
2: See, Brandon,
3: that is that is straight from a lady's mouth.
2: Hey, <laughs> I I know who won the vote. I'm pretty sure the vote wasn't like this. So
3: I'm fine. no. We, we need we need to put out a new poll. We we have to get out a new poll.
1: Y'all, y'all definitely do, because women is voting for Thor. Thor's really? giving that wild Tarzan. and Oh, we. Oh, he's, yeah, he's giving that oh, we. That's what he's giving. Oh, we.
3: All right, Spencer. All right, Spencer. What's next <laughs> on the <my>
0: docket? <laughs> uh, next on the docket, uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, uh, America Chavez and a version of Doctor Strange are running from a demon. He dies, and she ends up in the MCU. Doctor Strange and Wong save her from a different demon, and she explains that she is being hunted uh, because she can travel through the multiverse. Doctor Strange sees that this is witchcraft, so he goes to Wanda to see if she can help. Turns out she's the one who's been sending the attacks after her because she's been corrupted by the Darkhold and wants America's power uh, so that she can see her sons, who we met in WandaVision. Wanda attacks them and they end up in a different universe. Uh to go after them, Wanda Dreamwalks, which is taking the consciousness of the alternate version of yourself. Uh, a surviving sorceress destroys the dark hold, which cuts off Wanda's dreamwalk. So she forces Wong to take her up a mountain to the OG Darkhold. Meanwhile, Doctor Strange and America Chavez are brought to the Illuminati, consisting of Mordo, Captain England. Maria Rambo and as Captain Marvel, Mr. Fantastic, Charles, and Black Bolt. Um, the Doctor Strange from their universe used the Dark Hole to defeat Thanos and caused an incursion, so they executed him. Wanda shows up, and the Illuminati gets washed. But luckily, Doctor Strange and America Chavez are able to escape with that universe's version of Christine. They go and find the Book of Ashanti. Wanda destroys it then sends Doctor Strange and Christine to an incursion world. Our Doctor Strange defeats that Doctor Strange in a wonderfully animated music fight. Um he uses the dark hole to dreamwalk into the corpse of the Doctor Strange who died in the beginning and they are able to get America Chavez to use her power to send Wanda to the universe where she killed the Illuminati because her sons exist there. They see her and shit themselves in fear. Realizing that she has become a monster, she destroys the OG Darkhold, which destroys the Darkhold across the multiverse and presumably kills herself in the process. Doctor Strange opens up his third eye. Clea shows up and they raid they ride off into the dark dimension. Jordan.
3: I really enjoyed Doctor Strange. I I really enjoyed this movie. The the fight scene, I just want to say the fight scene with the music. That was such, such an amazing scene. Like, that was so great. Um, I enjoyed seeing Wanda kind of do Wanda stuff. Like, you got to see how powerful she was. I love seeing Black Bolt, like, just straight up, you know, tear um, that Doctor Strange apart. Like, you got to see a fraction of his power. I thought that was really great. Uh, obviously, the biggest thing for me was seeing Professor X with a hover chair. Like, yeah. man 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 it, it just goes to show you that you can do professor x in the hover chair and he doesn't have to be in the wheelchair like he was on like the rest of these movies um yeah i really i really enjoyed dr strange and i enjoyed just seeing um uh, america chavez kind of use her power like i thought like the way that she used her power like you got to actually see the star uh when she broke the dimension like i thought that was really good um but yeah overall man i really i really enjoyed dr strange brandon uh, I'm saying, man, uh, I'm a huge Doctor
2: Strange fan, uh, probably read more of his comics up there with Venom, but I probably read his comics probably the most of anybody, but uh, love the character. I really was a fan of Doctor Strange 1. I know some people aren't, but I really liked it. And so this one was a really cool one because you had a really cool villain. It was a cool little twist. Yeah. You know, uh, with the trailer kind of showed like, oh, OK, they're going to be fighting together. You know, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, that'll be dope. And then that switch kind of it was like, oh, damn. And then, you know, the horror aspects of it all. like Oh, yeah. Yeah. And George said, like, the the Illuminati, that was dope. And even just showing, like, yeah, Black Bolt, that was cool. I I didn't like the way they got washed like that, but it's fine. It's whatever. (laughs) I get what they were trying to do. Uh, But overall, I really liked how they showed how powerful Doctor Strange is and just showed, like, if Doctor Strange wanted to, he could mess all this up if he wanted to, right? But he's just here to be a Sorcerer Supreme and take care of things and make sure the mystical realm doesn't mess up this realm. So um, overall, I mean, I really like Doctor Strange, too. I think think overall, I think right now it's kind of underrated, but I think over the years, because its rewatchability is pretty high, I think it'll like um, keep rising on the ranks. Uh, f- plays four movies, but over overall, like MCU
0: movies overall. So yeah. Um, I unfortunately I disagree on the rewatchability mm. because yeah. I Aww. so so here's what happened when I saw it originally. I really enjoyed it, and I didn't have very many critiques. Um. And then I kind of heard a lot of people uh, discussing their issues with Wanda and the fact that she was nothing like she was in WandaVision. And I was like, you know, that was the Darkhold. Uh, That's fine. She got corrupted. I get that. Um, Then I watched Umbrella Academy and... The third season, I think it was the third season, the third season of Umbrella Academy had a similar situation of a mother who was doing really heinous shit to reunite with a child who no longer existed. And when I saw it in Umbrella Academy, because it wasn't the main thing happening, like it was happening but it wasn't the main story so i kind of saw it in in a bubble i was like that's a problem uh as far as the way women are portrayed in media and superhero things like that's that's problematic and i think that with that being the case with the fact that they basically said that like it, it gave women get hysterical vibes. Like I didn't, I didn't like the message that I felt like it was giving. I'm not saying that's what was happening, but that's what it felt like was being said. The fact that we saw this happen because whenever, whenever we see in media, a dad trying to save his children, usually he is viewed as heroic and he is viewed as, you know, doing the right thing for the right person. Like reason. John Q. But when we saw it here, it was villainous and nefarious and it was hurting other people and it was just done in a way that made it negative. And I think the rewatchability for that reason is going to be an issue.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, y'all yeah, know about that. Um, sounds like you didn't have problems yeah no yeah, I don't know about that I think, I think again, it's still going to be rewatchable I didn't have a problem with it until I saw it uh, like again in a different situation then like it occurred to me that it was a problem so initially I couldn't see it so could it, could it, it took be a me seeing it again could it be a situation like okay
3: Wanda was trying to get her kids back and these people were in her way trying to stop her from getting her kids back. That's like any parent would do. If somebody, if somebody, if you're trying to get your kids, people are in your way. You're gonna move them out your way. Is, it, is, is, she, is, is she the bad guy for that for just trying to get her kids back? She uh racked up
0: a pretty good body count. They <laughs> you <know>? they were <laughs> they were in her way, man. It'd be like that sometimes though. And I'm not uh, again the the fact that She was portrayed as the villain and the fact that she was made to look like a crazy person for what she was doing, I think is where the problem is. Because again, there are situations where if somebody is trying to save their kids and they do it by any means necessary, then it's looked at in a better light or it's looked at as a better thing or they are not viewed as an evil person for wanting to save their children,
3: like like John Wick, he he killed
0: a whole bunch of people because his dog got killed. For somebody. hero, John Wick killed a whole lot of people because they killed his dog and stole his Ooh. car. So he went and collected bodies, he's and the hero, huh? and he's the hero for it. Uh, like the- he's not viewed in a negative way. Now that's not really comparable. But <laughs> I'll just say, <laughs> like those those are very different situations. Once to created a. A fake universe controlling <laughs> lives for those and, children. and one of the things that bothered me while I was watching the movie, I was like, if she can control America's ability to use her power, then why does she need to take it and kill her? Like, that's the kind of shit that's like. So y'all are making her y'all are going out of your way to make her evil.
3: It was a dark hole, man. Come on, that was a dark hole.
0: Okay, didn't think it clearly. Yeah, um, and you know. Okay, but I I think that that was a step back as far as women being portrayed in superhero things.
3: She redeemed herself at the end, though, right?
0: She killed herself because yeah. she realized she was being terrible. And that's she presumably it. killed herself. Like, we don't, I don't know. Think
3: she, I mean, you know, that's that's redeeming, though. She, she realized the error of her ways,
0: and she was like, I'm going to just stop. It took her kids shitting themselves in fear at the sight of her for her to be like, maybe I shouldn't be slaughtering all of these people. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: Uh, um, Cerise, Should we get let's see what series? Uh,
1: okay. So I halfway agree with Censor and I halfway agree with Jordan. Um, I'm gonna start with agreeing with Jordan first. Um, I definitely believe that this I. have seen this movie more than once um and Brandon is absolutely right um in respect that Doctor Strange to me he's one of my favorite Avengers um I've actually seen that more than I've seen any other Avenger solo movie including uh Black Panther um I just love Doctor Strange um he's a smart alecky he is low key, like if, if Iron Man wasn't the Batman of that universe, Doctor Strange would definitely be the Batman of that universe. Um he's yeah, smart, like that, yeah, he's a billionaire, he's a play I mean, he's a millionaire, but he's a Playboy, you know, he's the shit. Um, I really love him. I love his movies. I definitely feel like some people as like myself, I think his movies um it won't take that much time for people to catch on to it. I think a lot of people actually love this movie. Um, now, on the Wanda part, Wanda, this is why I agree with Censor. I was ready for Wanda's character to die. And I'm saying that because she was, I understand she was going through trauma, but this storyline stays the same. Like, age of old trying she lost a brother then she gets with Vision he dies in um, Endgame Part 1 then you know she gets Wanda Vision, she creates a town her kids and Vision gotta go away now in this like it was the same consistent storyline which is fine but when are we gonna realize that no matter what you do these people aren't coming back Like, I don't think they made her look crazy. I just think they made her look... I don't know. Okay, they made her look crazy. They did. (laughs) 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 They made her look crazy. But I understand, like, you know, wanted to fight for your family, but you can't fight for a family that's not there. Like, you know... And um,
0: I think a lot of people's problem with it is in WandaVision, we watched her make peace with it. Like, we watched her grow as a character after it happened she's faking it and then we just her I don't her... think
1: she was at peace with it i think she only wanted to have peace and solace to herself without ruining other people's lives i think that's what it was because she realized that you know what in this universe i can't have them but when the dark hole took hold of her then she said, but in these other universes, these motherfuckers are mine. Like I'm I'm kidnapping my own children. And um that's what she did. I like I liked it. It was getting very demonic for me. I don't do dem- demonic movies. Um at one point my spirit was like, bitch, you need to get out to the this theater because <laughs> <laughs> this is not a God.
3: My my wife but said the same I thing, yeah.
1: So <laughs> I loved it though. It was cool. I was, I've watched it a few times actually. So it was it was cool. It wasn't better than the first one, but it was definitely good.
3: Oh no way. It was better than the first one.
1: Get the hell out of here. No the first way. One was that was way better. No,
3: that ending with the first one with Dormammu, that was whack. That was not whack. That was solid. That
2: was, it was no not. Way.
1: However, I just didn't like the fact how um the, the homie, you know, was taking everybody's powers, and they didn't play off of that. Like, I feel like that should have been an episode in What Is. Like, what happens is oh, dude took Dr. Strange's powers away from him.
3: Oh, you're talking what about uh, what is uh something Silas.
1: I you thought know, it was a K.
3: Kyselius? Yeah, Kaecilius. There we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have
1: made a what if episode off of that. I think that would have been dope, because it was basically an open ending type story. I didn't like it. Um, and they just left it up for interpretation. I didn't like that part about it.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping they address. I'm thinking they will address that in Doctor Strange 3 with clear him being be with Clea now and things. But who knows? But yeah, you're right. They really didn't address it after.
1: No. Nah. Uh,
0: but yeah.
1: But yeah, it was cool.
0: All right. Next item on the docket, Miss Marvel. Oh boy. Kamala Khan, a teenage super fan of Captain Marvel, wants to go to AvengerCon, but her parents are super strict and they say no. So she sneaks out with her best friend Bruno while and while at Avengercon, she gets superpowers through a bangle from her grand from her great-grandmother. Uh she and Bruno start training to get her to be better with her powers. Kamala would rather hang out with a handsome teenage high school boy named Kamran. Kamala starts asking questions about her great-grandmother, but she keeps being given the don't-worry-about-it treatment. Uh, The Department of Damage Control starts a tri-state search of all South Asian communities because the one thing that they think they know about this new-powered person is that they belong to this community. Kamala is saved Uh, Kamala saves a young boy's life. Damage control is chasing her, but she is saved by Kamran and his mother Najma. She explains that they are Jinn trying to get back to their home dimension, and Kamala can help. Helping could be dangerous, so Kamala wants to take a minute to think about it, but Najma ain't got time for that. Kamala has a vision of a train, and her grandmother has the same vision and asks them to go to Pakistan. While there, Kamala meets another handsome teenage boy, Kareem. He is a member of the Red Daggers, a group trying to keep the clandestine from destroying the world. Kamala is sent back in time to uh, the partition where she meets her great-grandmother, Aisha. Turns out um, Najma killed her, so when Kamala's grandmother, who was a child at the time, got separated from her father, it was Kamala who led her back. Najma gives her powers to Kamran and kills herself to save the world. Then... Being chased by damage control, Kamala and her friends do some Home Alone-style hijinks, and Kamran gets safely to Pakistan. Bruno tells Kamala that she's got a mutation, and Kamala and Captain Marvel switch places unexpectedly. Brandon.
2: All right. I I went through a little few ups and downs with this, this show because I believe the show had a lot of highs and lows. I think starting like the first like what three episodes, that was outstanding television. Like that was the art style. It felt, you know, me, I love a coming of age story. It was perfect in that, in that, <laughs> in that realm. And Kamala was funny. Bruno was dope. Um, the way she was getting her powers was cool. I don't, you know, obviously we've talked about her her power set change. Not the biggest fan, but whatever. We worked with it. And the way she used the powers was cool. The way her family was the star of the show to me. The brother was hilarious. The dad was cool. The mom was like a real mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. She wasn't random. Like she was a real mom to be getting on your nerves and <laughs> all up in your business. Um and especially if that culture sounded very very accurate. Um, I love the relationship between the mom and then the grandma. Uh, that was dope going back to when they went to Pakistan. And so, yeah, but obviously the lows were when they brought in the, it was the gin.
4: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
2: When they brought in that whole thing, that's when the show started going down a little bit. They should have stayed in New Jersey, uh, and maybe a, a quick flashback episode of Pakistan, but stay in New Jersey,
3: Even Keep it local.
2: Yeah, because once they left, it took us out of all the art. They changed the whole art art style. It was no longer like that, you know, graphics going on in the show that was fun. All that went away. The villain was trash. Um, Who's I the know. villain again? Oh, that kid. Yeah, it was the kid and the mom. Like, that whole part, the Jin part, I just never, I didn't really get. Um, and the Red Daggers was like, all right, dude just got murked. They introduced
0: him for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> get murked. Like he, he was there to tell the story. He was there to explain <laughs> so if they do this, the world dies. And then they were like, all right, let's get him out of here.
2: <laughs> Just like, all right. <laughs> the next dude takes over the red day I'm like, all right. But uh, I am, I will say this. I'm more excited for the Marvels, but due to this show, than I was before. Like, I think Kamala's great. I think, obviously, the rest of the characters that will be in that will be fun. And from the looks of it, that story that they've come up with with them swapping places sounds fun. So I'm excited for it. I thought Miss Marvel did its job. It went it could have been a home run, but it was it was a solid little hit.
0: You know what I'm saying? Got the first base, did his job. So, yeah. Uh, Generally, I agree. Um, I feel like the first episode was really good and then it just went downhill. Um, yeah, no, no episode captured what that first episode did, um, because the first episode gave me I feel like a completely different show than the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, yeah, like I loved the family and their interactions, uh, just the banter and and all of that. Like I, I would have wanted to just see a show of her being a regular teenage girl trying to figure out life. Um, which they should have did, just like Brandon said, they should have just kept it local. Yeah, like they should have kept it tight mm-hmm. and them like doing all these stakes, I think was not a good move. I see why they had to, I guess, sure. but I don't like, even see it, why. It, it, it should, I feel like they didn't have to take a world level ending. Yeah, like, yeah, when they said the world could be destroyed, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there were some things that didn't make sense. Like, I didn't understand how she just gave Comrade her powers and if she had those powers she never used them um yeah i don't know why uh when old girl like her her like friend uh touched the thing she just died immediately but when najma did it it actually like did something mm-hmm. um there were i had a lot of like consistency questions like that okay that didn't make sense but um yeah, I think that they dropped the ball because I, I feel like I, I almost feel tricked because the show that I got in the first episode made me want to watch the whole thing. And then I watched the whole thing and was relatively disappointed. I didn't hate it, but if it wasn't a Marvel property, 100%. I would not have watched it. 100%. Um, and that's after having watched it. Like I was just uh and eh. eh, uh series
1: uh i agree um i'm still fuzzy on the ending from that like i i didn't really understand what the hell happened just to be honest like and i i pay attention very closely that shit still got me on fuzzy mode um definitely agree with y'all about the first few episodes. Like, it was definitely tight. I love the cultural aspect of it. Um, Definitely gave a positive uh, representation of, you know, um, Muslim cult- culture and people that come from that region. Um, I love how they stay true to, you know, federal agents coming into the mosque and you know, penetrating on these people based off of their beliefs and their you know their skin color, of course. Um, deeming them terrorists before deeming them as American citizens. I loved how they, you know, threw that little gem in there without actually saying it.
0: Yeah. Um and I, I also, along with that, I like that whenever they did go into the mosque, like they were already. They were like, they all had their IDs out. <laughs> And they were like, yeah. we've, we've played yeah. Zana first time, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's brilliant.
1: <laughs> no, seriously. And, you know, the little girl is telling her, like, unless you got a warrant, you are illegally on this property. Like, I loved how they allowed these people to speak freely and say that we are Americans before we are anything else to y'all. So I thought that was pretty dope. Um, yeah. Um... But other than that, it was just, you know, it was meh. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. So I would definitely get it, like, a 5 out of 10. Um, mm-hmm. I was very apprehensive to watch it at first. I was like, this shit looked boring. But then when you watch it, and then, like, me, like I said, I love cultural aspects thing. I appreciated that um, a lot out of it. Like y'all said, the villains were ass. I, I very much feel like they forced that. Like I don't know what it is or Marvel, but they have to have a villain in everything instead of just allowing people to go through life. They I think they really need to focus on sometimes living life day to day is its own villain. You don't need someone to come into your life and make that uh make it harder for you. So yeah. I agree. I agree with all y'all on that.
3: I mean. For me, I mean, you guys already said I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. The only thing I'm going to say that that you guys didn't say or mention is the, and Brandon making faces already, because he already know what I'm about to say, is yep. the whole Miss Marvel talking about she's a mutant. Now, that, <laughs> she's an inhuman, first of all. She's not about to be switched over and thinks she's going to be a mutant. Sound like she is. This ain't happening. Oh, yet, but...
1: a mutant?
3: Did you not catch that? So, the, uh, her friend, uh, Bruno, is that her name? Bruno, yep. Bruno, it was like on the last episode. He's like, Oh, I finally got your DNA back. And it looks like you have a mutation in your DNA. And then as Get soon as the he fuck said out that. Of
1: she got her powers from the bracelet, bro.
3: And then, and it would also, it as soon as he said that, you hear the X Men theme song from the animated series play for like, what, like two seconds maybe? Like you quickly hear that and you're just like, No. I heard that. No. Bro. So yeah i mean i'm definitely not team kamala for a mutant which is i'm gonna say in the comics right now with this brand new event that's going on i feel like they're doing something different to the mutants now they're trying to say that they are deviants from the eternals so we're gonna whenever we get to eternals like obviously we're gonna talk about deviants again but they're gonna say that now they're trying to say that mutants are a deviation of these deviants that were here before and so that's like one of the big things um I know Brandon man, you you mean you were texting about it the other day. That's one of the big things right now while the Eternals are trying to come at the X-Men is because they're trying to say that they're deviants. So I don't know what Marvel's trying to do with the mutants. This is make a little angry. Bro.
2: I don't get only reason I don't get it is she's like the perfect character to be an X-Men. Like why? Like if I looked at a cover of X, if I'm visualizing a cover of X Men, there's Wolverine, Cyclops, and Storm, Professor X, and there's like three random people. She could
3: easily be in there. That's like, racist, bro.
0: That's you, a, what?
3: No, man. you don't. You don't like people with mutations. I, I understand, bro. They're not all the what? same. Are you, what are
1: you talking? First about? of all, you forgot Rogue. You forgot Cyclops.
2: You <laughs> forgot B. So the team. I'm like, talking about the Dave. Everybody.
1: I mean, I'm just saying there was no randos in X-Men. Like you ain't an X-Men friend. We got got all his. There were
0: randoms all over the place. They're literally there is-for
1: the cover. He said for the cover, there's like three randos. There are no three randos in the cover.
2: It's always randos. It's angel. It's it's some random dude with an X on his belt. We don't even know. Come on now, they give them X patches to anybody. You ain't gotta you ain't ex-patches. gotta get <laughs> specific like
0: it was the whole thing was it was a school for gifted children, so there were a bunch of random ass gifted children. They were yeah. just at the school, they wasn't X-Men, they just at the school. Uh, just uh, just cause
3: you go to a D1 I school, mean, no, they don't mean you're on the basketball I team. That huh? In a
1: sense, but she got her powers from the bracelet. She didn't even know she was a superhero until she put the damn bracelet on at a damn comic time. Well,
3: that's so. That's what that's what he's trying to say is the mu- the mutation isn't necessarily. I mean, the bracelet isn't necessarily powering her. It's her mutation that's powering the bracelet. Yeah,
0: it awakened her. The gene- bracelet. Yeah, the bracelet activated her power, it's just, she it just, just a made a comic time. Which is I cons-
1: really don't like that y'all. Like that just really cute. That made her go from a five to a four.
2: What? Y'all are wild right now. Y'all really, I, my only issue is like, y'all act like mute. being a mutant is like an exclusive group. It is an exclusive group. It's literally an exclusive group.
0: It's millions of mutants. Y'all understand? So, so there are mutants all over the place, just it at matter. random. It, it don't matter. They it were like, matter. JFK got killed because he was a mutant. Yeah, like, like they're they're just making everybody mutants. Every, like Brandon said, they're handing out X patches all over the place. <laughs> little- like it's a varsity jacket, you get a little patch on your jacket. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> <you're> slanging them, <laughs> Slanging them. What,
4: you, you remember an sh- X
0: two, all in red dots, Charles saw. Nah, nah. I forgot about
1: that,
3: bro. Yeah, but yo, them, really- them are mutants. They're not. They're not on the basketball team. They just go to the school, bro. You- okay, but, that-
1: but not even, but <laughs> not even that though. Like they're they're supposed to be everywhere that it's the evolution of mutation, like exactly. I understand hey. that, okay, but her shit they literally you can't say that I don't like the fact that they're saying her mutation is getting stronger because of the bracelet. She didn't even know she was she had a mutation because so she put the bracelet on like hey, but I really thought she was a superhero with a bracelet
2: if we're being. If we're being cons- technical, it is consistent. When does the uh, gene usually awake? Like what like age? Like when you're a teenager, yeah, like puberty. going to puberty.
1: When you hit through pu- when you hit puberty or something.
2: Hey, that she's in that age. It's, I mean, they're honestly playing homage to. Like it'd be different if she was a grown ass woman, and they'd be like, "Your mutation gene awoken." Y'all be like, "What?" But they're like staying
0: with. I just, and also, I've I've always. Just quick sidebar. I've always thought that that was weird because there are definitely mutants who are born with some mutant shit, and for them to say that all powers activated puberty. Nah, Nightcrawler was blue from jump. Period. So no, that's nonsense. I
3: feel like that's one of the things that's like changed over years. Because yeah, so after this is completely down a rabbit hole, but after the whole Wanda thing wiped out all the mutants. The first mutant that was born again was Hope Summers, but it's like you were born a mutant. You were the first mutant born. Like, yeah, I thought you. I thought you were supposed to. So I guess I guess it, it'd be one of the things where you was always a mutant, but your power didn't activate until, yeah. until you went through
0: puberty. But that's what oh. I'm saying. Like again, like there are people who whose powers were because we saw even in like X Men First Class, like Charles was a child. Yeah. Reading minds and Mystique was a child shape shifting.
1: Yeah. yeah, Storm and, was a child on her island in the yeah. comic book, and she was they, you know, she was controlling the weather and shit. They thought she was evil at first, and then she was like, "No, I'm that bad bitch." And you know.
3: <laughs> that's her. That was her <laughs> quote. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh yeah, yeah that's verbatim. what she said. On X Men Two Thirty One. I'm a bad bitch.
0: <laughs> quote no comma i'm that bad bitch yeah that's exactly how that went <laughs> all right spencer what's the next one we got we have thor love and thunder um in a desolate wasteland we see gore and his daughter love struggling and clinging to life uh struggling to cling to life love dies and gore comes across a super shitty god who uh he kills with a necrosword kind of in self-defense uh, because of how shitty this God was, Gore decides he's going to kill all gods because he is now Gore, the God butcher Thor has been kicking ass and taking aims with guardians of the galaxy. When he gets a distress call from lady Sif, he finds her and brings her to new Asgard. Jane Foster has stage four cancer. She goes to new Asgard and Mjolnir gives her Thor powers because Thor put an enchantment on Mjolnir to protect her. Gore attacks and kidnaps several children of new asgard so thor mighty thor jane and valkyrie and korg go to omnipotent city planning to create an army of gods to go against gore zeus decides he wants nothing to do with that because he figures we're safe here and there's no way gore will get to eternity so that he can get his one wish which of course he would use to kill the gods korg's body is destroyed thor severely injures zeus uh, takes his Thunderbolt and the group head to the Shadow Realm to save the children. On the trip, Jane tells Thor about the cancer. Uh, when they get to the Shadow Realm, they realize that it was a trap all along because Gore needs Stormbreaker to get to Eternity. Gore gets Stormbreaker and goes to Eternity. It is discovered that Mjolnir is stopping Jane's body from fighting the cancer, so if she wields it again, she will die. Of course, she does. Uh, they go fight Gore, who ends up making it to Eternity. Thor gives a don't choose revenge speech and Gore uses his wish to bring his daughter love back. Gore dies. Jane dies. And Thor is now a stepfather. Zeus sends Hercules to deal with Thor after injuring him. And Jane makes it to Valhalla. I will start. Um, I, I have a feeling I'm going to get some dirty looks for saying this, but, uh, I had a great time watching this movie. Mm. Damn, that was a disrespectful
3: laugh, too. Yep. That was disrespectful, too.
0: Damn. Oh, God. She just... uh, That was disrespectful.
3: Mm. And
0: that's fine. Um, We all have opinions and whatnot. Um, (laughs) But yours don't matter. Clearly. (laughs) It doesn't. Clearly. Uh, So, this was a romantic comedy. Uh like through and through one
1: rom-com okay yeah, this was
0: straight up a rom-com um now i will say i think that they 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 leaned into the funny which didn't bother me we have watched or we've listened to numerous stand-up comedians talk about how traumatic and terrible their lives were and that's what led them to comedy we have seen thor go through some shit and so now he's funny because oh. that is his way of coping with oh. all of the loss that he's been through. I'll so, like, I like... don't have a problem with funny Thor. I enjoy funny Thor. Shakespearean Thor, I that's fine, but, you know, I don't need that. I like a Thor who's hilarious. Um, I liked the weird relationship with the Stormbreaker and uh, Mjolnir. That was funny. Those I liked two. the goats. The goats were funny. Um, the goats were funny. The I hammer say, thing was annoying. There were. I do have some notes. Um, I wanted more gore. I don't like the fact that we didn't see Gore do anything. We should have. They should have been able to give us 15 minutes of Gore killing gods. Like we should have seen Gore go to work somewhere Ugry. at some point.
4: Agree.
0: Um, like they wasted Christian Bale. And they wasted, like, they, they, this movie had the shortest runtime. They had, they had time to do it and they just didn't. I think it was another wasted opportunity telling us that Jane had cancer at the beginning. It would have been a better movie to me if we didn't find out about Jane's cancer until they were on the boat talking about it. Mm -hmm. Like, when Thor found out is when we should have found out. But because we already knew, it took something away from it for me. Um, That's a really good point. The Shadow Realm was really good. Yeah, that black and white that they did. Yeah, the the black and white with the splash of colors for certain things like that. That was really well done. And then gore, like, just showing up and snatching people. Oh, man, that was good. Yeah, like, the Shadow Realm scene was really good. But, um, was this a great movie? No. Did I like it? Yes. I can agree with that. Like, I didn't think it was a great
3: movie, but I had somewhat fun in it. A couple laughs. Not the
0: Thor that I wanted, but it was a funny movie sometimes. And as far as Thor movies go, like, we don't have a whole lot to work with. Like, we, uh- like Ragnarok is excellent, but them first two, Resor- the- a little rough. Like the I I don't think I don't hate
2: them. Yeah, I don't think any of them are awful. But yeah, I agree. Like, Ragnarok is the standalone, and it ain't it ain't Captain America's franchise. It ain't you know. Oh
1: my god, get off his nuts, Brandon.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorice, how about you go next? <laughs> yeah, that cackle was real. I just want to let you know that Spencer. Oh, I felt it.
0: Ass. It was very genuine. Oh, she said it was ass.
3: She just said she strapped up took
1: ass. it. The only two parts that were good in there was the shadow realm and him getting bubbly naked in front of me.
3: I, I knew she was going to say that, that too. I knew was, it.
1: Those were the only two good scenes. The, them, like he, it was the, I feel like the writers, the A-list writers were like, you know what? We just got through doing a bunch of shit. We're gonna give the B list um, team a, a go at it, and um, let's let them go to work. You know, I need a vacation. All of us do. Let's take a retreat. And they let them corny motherfuckers on the strip. and it was just horrible. Like I was just like, oh my god, I could have waited till this came out on Disney Plus before I paid to watch this. Like I was definitely irritated. So you
3: didn't you didn't like the Screaming Goats?
1: No. I was hoping they was gonna die at one point. Um, I mean, they <laughs> did kill the place. goats. They saved them a couple times. You say what? She wanted them to kill the goats. Oh I no! Did. I did. Um. Yeah, I did not enjoy that movie. Like that is my it. it, it, it that's my second to worst thing on this list. The, the one that's the worst, I'm going in on that, on that one. What's the, so uh, I can't so wait.
3: Did you not like Lady Thor? What about Lady Thor? I thought she did good. I like the hammer like when it like spread apart.
1: She was cool, but I mean they had to bring in Jane at some point and talk about what the hell was going on. Like it was definitely a rom-com. Um it was just stupid. It was ass. It was balls to the walls, trash. It was garbage juice. It was anything negative that you can think God of. God
0: damn. Mm. <laughs> okay, Jordan. I
3: mean, I'm I'm right there with series, but not as hardcore as series. That was, very, <laughs> that was a hardcore for me. So it wasn't ass. It was just butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Like one little butt cheek, you know, little butt cheek. I thought, I mean, this isn't the Thor that I like. I don't like the, the funny Thor. Like, I like to see him more serious. I will say some of the jokes definitely hit and then a lot of, some of the jokes definitely did not hit. Like, I enjoyed the Screaming Goats. If you would have gave it to me a couple more times, I would I would disliked it. Just like I didn't like the whole Stormbreaker, uh, Thor, Mjolnir, three-way that they had going on. Like, that was uh, that was annoying. Um, I did like the Shadow Realm. Of course, we, we talked about that. The way that they handled um, uh, the way that they handled jane foster's character i think what you said spencer like if we would have found out at that moment uh that she had cancer kind of like when he found out on a boat and then they did the whole uh flashback scene to like her having cancer in the hospital that would have been a good one i I think that would have been a Mm real good one also agree with you when you're saying like this dude's name is gore the god butcher why are we not seeing him butchering gods like that's Mm -hmm. literally in the title that's your job why we didn't get to see more of that so I i definitely agree with you there um and then also, I guess I thought the Guardians were going to stick around for a little bit. I mean, I'm fine with the little moment that they had, but I, I thought it was one thing. Like when we first saw them with him, I thought they were going to stick around for a little bit longer. But
0: I don't know. It's just, this just isn't the Thor that I really care about or really want. Yeah, I just realized this movie was probably so short because of that expensive ass cameo. That is probably very true. Like, literally, the whole Guardian squad is
3: there, so yeah. you know that's a lot of money.
0: All of them were there. And so, yeah, that that took out the budget for gore.
3: And then, yeah, and then even Valkyrie's character. Like, I wanted to see Valkyrie do a little bit more, and I still don't understand why they needed Zeus's lightning bolt, but I guess because she just wanted it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that was just a, you know, we're here. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I've always wanted that thing. Let's just go ahead and let's just yeah put it in the car. Yeah, and even when you did, when we did our review, I remember Spencer saying that
3: Gore should have appeared in an omnipotent city.
2: Yeah, just started murking folks.
0: Exactly. We started going to work. We should have seen Gore do something. Yeah. But so. all we saw was his shadow creatures get beat by children.
1: Yeah, well, that's and my saliva, next point. Black saliva. That's all we saw.
3: My next point. And ash. Yeah. The kids fighting scene. Trash, whack, garbage. that
0: that was whack. That was it. Whack. Was whimsical. Yeah,
1: it picked up a teddy bear and was screaming. That shit was lasering. Trash. <laughs> That's what
3: I said. I'm like, come on now. Then they playing around. She picked up that teddy bear. I was like, that was whack. That and didn't then, bother me. I thought it was cute. And yeah. then all, the way they did Eternity was it was it was a little off to me. Like I, I, I will say, Eternity
0: looked great.
3: Oh yeah, looked great. But then I still didn't understand like. Oh, yeah, but is, the whole one wish thing that was weird. Yeah, it's like okay, so is the girl eternity now? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Brennan.
2: Yeah, this is this is also a struggle for me. Like Jordan, I'm very, I I love Thor in the comics. I love a series Thor because it kind of enhances all the funny people who are around him, like his his group that he has around him in Asgard. It kind of allows them to be the funny person rather than him. And then he's also like a king, so he's not out here. And, I mean, they gave the kingdom to Valkyrie in this one, but they didn't even let her shine. You know what I mean? And it was just – Tyson what TD, I I struggled with him because, yeah, it just didn't seem like he took this very serious, to be honest with you. Like, it it seemed like – What's all the, the the cute stuff that's about Thor? All this colorful stuff. Let's just throw that in the movie and take all the stuff that's actually meaningful about Thor, and like keep that on the back burner. Like we'll do little stuff. Like Thor the God is one of the best Thor villains they've ever came up with in uh, the comics. Dude was just merchant folks. Like, he had Thor like really out here
0: stressing. Yeah, like he he was worried. Like yeah, Gore was a fucking problem.
2: Yeah, the Necrosword is a like, big deal, bro. And for them to, like, barely show it. And and uh, like me and Jordan talked about before on our review, like, the whole null and, like, symbiote thing, connection to the Necrosword is there. Didn't touch on that at all. Didn't, like, didn't explain the power of it very well. Uh, like you said, they pretty much wasted. That was a really good performance. Like, fa- honestly, Phase 4 and Loki had the best villains of all the phases, Loki but some of them haven't gotten, but locally, we gonna get into that person for person. They've been killing, but uh, I thought that performance was really good. I thought they could have done a better job of like letting you know even more why he's doing all this. And uh, like you guys already mentioned, I hated the Zeus portrayal. I hated that. Like, yeah, hated that. That was stupid. I hated that the omnipotent city was used as just a comedic piece. Let's just throw, random cameos Draws in, in there. there yeah, just to make just to get some jokes off and honestly like we talked about uh, it was shooting about 30 percent from jokes to be honest with you <laughs> like maybe shooting about 33 30 30% from the field like it was it was a few that hit i like the the stormbreaker millionaire that was funny the goat was cool but then it, it was some other things i'm just like nah this ain't hitting for me bro this ain't hitting and so the zeus patrol was trash him just marking Zeus for no reason. Like, that is, it didn't make any sense to me. It wasn't no reason. He killed Korg. But also, this is like Zeus we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. And did make they, uh, Hercules, I guess, is going to come in the
0: next movie. But it was just like, I don't know. That's this is
1: about to be dumber.
0: No, I'm excited about Roy Kent being Hercules. Like, I'm, I, I want to see that. Like, they actually have
2: beef. Um, they honestly, and I feel like. I feel like Marvel's kind of wasting some movies. Like, I feel like Black Panther 3 is going to be better, Black Panther 2. I feel like this next door is going to be better than this one. There's not a high bar to pass, but I think it'll be better because I think they'll get a new director and everything. I thought that the uh, ending was trash. I thought Eternity looked gorgeous. Like, that looked beautiful. Like, that's straight out of the comics. But none of the rest of that stuff made sense. None of it made sense. And now, Thor has a kid, like Thor is a stepdaddy. Like,
0: and I, and I, I, think they were just like, uh, uh, Hammy was like, I want my entire family in this movie, and they were like, we could probably do that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like none of this makes sense, but let's just do it. He's like, like, he's just kicking it with Eternity. Is she like they didn't explain any. They are now love and thunder, which is so stupid.
3: Yeah, uh, they need to be wow. ass and cheeks because yeah, that was why. <laughs>
1: Let me tell. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, ass and cheese, gurt and bitch, and <laughs> like all of that. Like <laughs> hey, they really got the B team. That's why this movie was so short because it was the bullshit film. That's what it was.
2: It... So many. oh good... lord! They wasted Lady Thor. They wasted gore, the gore of the God Butcher. Like you wasted that on this this old cheesy film. Like I don't know, man. That was trash.
1: It was trash.
0: what's the
3: next one Spencer
0: the next one is I am Groot Uh, Hmm. baby Groot who is growing in a pot breaks his pot and takes his first steps he accidentally kills some little blue things Uh, he meets a weird shape-shifting alien and they have a dance battle and then he ejects that thing into the vacuum of space he finds mud that makes his leaves grow and then he shaves a bird that's getting on his nerves and he causes an explosion on the ship this was a cute show. Yeah, it, was it, was, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Definitely cute little, for yeah. two little shorts. Uh definitely was, for kids. Yeah, it was a little, little enjoyable, you know, nonsense. So yeah. uh which, which one was your favorite?
3: I like the, the ship. Maybe the one uh with the dance
2: battle, the ship. Yeah, I feel like there's one on the planet that might be better
0: when he when he was with the little blue things that that one was my favorite because yeah, those things too. those things were fighting back yeah <laughs> yeah those little things like not not us you're going mm. to work for this meal and then he just
3: they died yeah. so <laughs> you have to check this one out it's only you can finish it in like what 10 minutes maybe they're only like two minutes long I, I think,
1: think it definitely sounds cute. It definitely sounds like he needs Obama to whip his ass though, because he sounds bad as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I think you can knock it out in thirty minutes. Though.
0: Like I think, I think all of them are the length of an episode of something. Yeah, they're they're pretty short.
1: I watch it. It sounds cute. I I didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just gonna be honest. I haven't watched any of their films because I don't like Chris Pratt, and I just. I'm not a that's true sci-fi I'm not a sci-fi girl like that shit is um oh. and I just don't like Chris Pratt so that's why I'm not gonna watch it
0: do you not like Chris Pratt as a person or do you not like Star-Lord
1: oh Chris Pratt as a person definitely don't like him like I even when he wow. was <laughs> in Rec, I was like this is a character we didn't need in this like I, I just to me, he's a crappy ass actor. He's, Damn. A tall, he's a tall dude that they was like, oh, we can put a body on him and we can feed him corny jokes and everybody's going to love him. That's all he is. He, he There's no depth to him. He's played the same character over and over and over again. I oh, know. I'm good. I don't like people who like easy paychecks. All
0: right. I like easy paychecks. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Don't, nah, don't apologize for, for feeling that way. Uh, it's so funny. There was one day on the socials, I saw a, um, who's a celebrity you don't like for no reason. I feel like yours is Chris Pratt.
1: No, mine is Gabrielle Union, to be honest. Don't like her. Really? Can't. <laughs> saying gabrielle union like and i growing up i always felt like she didn't like light-skinned women and she said it in an interview she did i did not like light-skinned women because um they were just you know the thing to be and you know they were always getting the roles and stuff i can understand why she because she's a, a chocolate woman in hollywood but she just and she plays the same character in every movie too, that angry black woman that can't get a man and then she does cheat on her and then she's even worse than when she started. So sis, I need you to diverse that portfolio like something. I mean Halle Berry, she was white skin, but she gave us crackhead. We getting
3: down a tangent we getting down a tangent. We getting down a tangent
0: let, let's yeah. bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's that was my bad. I'm
4: sorry y'all.
0: <laughs> that was my bad for opening that up. Yeah, uh, she's passionate about that. One. So, uh, women in Hollywood, let's do She-Hulk. <laughs> That's What's good say way. Jennifer Walters, an attorney and cousin of Bruce Banner, uh becomes She-Hulk when their blood mixes after a car accident where a Sakarian spaceship Shoots at them, or I don't know if it shoots at them or if it just shows up. Um, I don't remember. I think it, it just, just showed ap- up, I think it just appeared, and then it was like, Oh no, uh,
3: even
1: though
0: it was like above them while they caused you to crash. But anyway, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, I think it, it, was it, chasing them.
0: it would be startling to see that and be like that. That's an oh shit situation, all right. But anyway, um, Titania interrupts her court case and she knocks her ass out, causing her to get fired. So she gets a new job as the head of a superhero law division. Her first case is Emil Blonsky, Abomination. Things are going well until it comes out that he is involved in an underground fight club that we talked about in Chung chi a little bit. Uh, Despite that, she is able to get him released. Uh, Bruce leaves on the Sicarian spacecraft and the wrecking crew tries to steal Jennifer's blood, but they fail. Titania trademarks the name She-Hulk and sues Jennifer. Jennifer is able to win the case. Jennifer goes uh, to her friend's wedding, and she meets a nice, handsome guy named Josh. They hit it off, smash, and she gets ghosted. Jennifer's colleagues come across Intelligentsia, which is a right-wing group that basically hates everyone that isn't in their group. You know who their group is? Um <laughs> Emil Blonsky's inhibitor stops working, so Jennifer and his parole officer stop by and everything seems to be fine. Her car gets destroyed, so she is stranded there. She joins a therapy session. She has a breakthrough, and it is discovered that Josh stole her blood, cloned her phone, and, you know, was just a shitty person and was working for intelligentsia the whole time. Jennifer goes up against Matt Murdock in court, and her client kidnaps his client afterwards. So they end up working together, and She-Hulk and Daredevil save his client, and then they smash. Uh, Jennifer is accepting an award, and Intelligentsia takes over the projector and smears her reputation. She gets pissed, briefly loses control, and is taken into custody by damage control. She is released with an inhibitor. She, uh, she, uh... The show starts to end, and there's a random mess of appearances, and she's like, this is not good. So she breaks the fourth wall and talks to Kevin, the AI responsible for MCU storylines. She convinces Kevin to change the show, so Hulk King and Emil are arrested. Hulk has a son now, and she and Matt are dating, maybe? And she gets her job back. Oh, and Wong breaks Emil out of prison.
1: Can I go first? Please. Okay, this shit. B-team took a break from Thor and <laughs> they <laughs> gave this shit to C-team. This, look at, this made Thor look like it won an Oscar. This shit was ass. His terrible, everything, garbage, throw up. I, I was like, oh my God, they were so focused on being, you know, so funny that they really like her talking to the audience that shit was annoying. Like I was just like, oh my god! Like I hated the show. That's all I'm gonna say. Like this shit was dumb. I could have did. Like She-Hulk in the comics, she was it. She was whooping ass, taking names, and you know, busting into the buildings like the Kool-Aid Man. Like she was the shit. Um, but this She-Hulk, like attorney at law, boring, gross. I mean, the most excitement we got was when Megan Thee Stallion was in there. But other than that, I was like, I was, li- I fell asleep almost on every episode. Like, I was in it for 10 minutes and I, I went to sleep after that. I was like, we can go to the next episode. And I've seen every, and I had to rewatch it just to say I watched it. Like, it was, it was horrible. I hated it. That's it.
3: Damn. <sighs> Jordan? I kind of feel bad because I mean I I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> no! I feel like my p don't even matter. So y- y'all don't disagree much. Uh, I mean I I enjoyed the show. There was a point where I almost dropped I almost dropped the show. Like I think it was uh, it was uh, the wedding episode and the episode where she was trying to get her name back. Like those, yeah, those- two episodes played back to back. It was bad. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I might be done with this show. But I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed the show. Like I thought it I thought it was funny. Like, but I also had to take my mind out of it. I had to say that this isn't a superhero show. This is a sitcom. Like, and then once I started thinking of it as a sitcom, I enjoyed it. Now I will say I did not enjoy the final episode at all. The I so I don't mind the fourth wall breaking. Like, I don't mind that. Like, Bernie Mac did it in Bernie Mac show. He addressed America. Plenty of characters addressed the audience. But when she broke the fourth wall, went into the writer's room and said, hey, this ain't gonna work. Let me talk to Kevin. Kevin did that nonsense. The Hulk came out of nowhere. Abomination started fighting people. I'm just like, bro, what is going on? Like, no, this is this is this is not it. This is not it at all. But I mean, other than that, though, my favorite episode was when she was just, you know, talking, uh, in the um, at the okay. retreat. Like I just, en- I just enjoyed them talking. Like I thought that was a pretty funny episode. And the Daredevil episode obviously was really good, and everyone's super happy to see Daredevil in the MCU. I feel like they did a they did a really good job with him. Um, and I do see people like complaining online saying, you know, we don't want to see She Hulk having sex. But then it was like, also, it was like my homie. Was like nobody said anything when Jessica Jones was out here smashing, but as soon as she Hulk start doing it, people care. Like that's a good point. It's because it's Disney now.
0: Yeah, on on Netflix you do what you want. Yeah, on Disney, ain't no fucking.
3: Yeah, (laughs) but I I enjoyed it overall. Um, The final episode was whack, and then obviously, just to talk about the whole thing, Hulk son, I didn't mind them like introducing him one day, but not this way this was this was a terrible way to do it and i mean we talked about on review we should have been seeing this we should have saw we should have been seeing hulk actually go we shouldn't have saw hulk again like basically next time we see hulk should have been on sakaar we had no reason to see him again
0: either that or he came back ready to fuck some shit up exactly but But like like, yeah was no reason for him to come back yeah this was not yeah they they dropped the ball on that um Oh next i I this show was fine. um, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Um I think that it leaned a little too heavy into quote unquote the message. There were some things I feel like they did well, but there were other things I feel like were mishandled um I think. I mean, one example, like, I think that her saying to Bruce, I manage my anger far more than you do. It's like, there are a lot of people you can say that to, not him. Yeah, Like, that line does apply in general. But Bruce is somebody that, as far as the story, you cannot say that to. He has lost so much. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you keep getting catcalled, why can't you get no goddamn dates? But... That's none of my business.
1: <laughs> that part. That
0: part. Um, anyway, I enjoyed it. Like her character and the things she was doing, I enjoyed. I actually thought it was refreshing to have um her just being capable and confident and yeah. you know, just out here doing work and knowing that she's very good at what she does. Um I don't. I don't like that. Like every single man in this show was either terrible or incompetent. Like mm-hmm. that. That wasn't great. Um, I mean, I guess other than Matt Murdock, but we already knew him. So, but I. I feel like again, this show went out of its way to say like men are awful. Okay, because all- hold
1: on. Time out. Because back in the day, y'all was making women, especially women that worked in the office, we was there to sleep with the boss and then become the boss's wife. Like, we was just a jump off of the office. And we were dumb as fuck.
0: And I'm not taking that away. I'm not saying that women have been portrayed positively at all. I'm saying that we are... At a place where we are aware of so much, and I feel like having every single man in the show be negative isn't a good thing either.
1: Well, the homie wasn't negative, the guy that was on her team.
0: Yeah, he was stupid. No.
1: He wasn't stupid, he was smart. <laughs> he
0: he was-, was portrayed as like relatively incompetent. I will say that actor's great. Yeah, Pug. Yeah.
2: But he usually plays the dumb guy. I will say an arrow he didn't, but usually comedy wise, he plays, he comes off as dumb. I don't know if he was supposed to be or not.
0: And again, if I, I just don't like that all of the men in the show that we hadn't met in some prior capacity was either a terrible person or looked at as. Incompetent in some form.
3: What are all the men at the retreat?
1: That's all I was about to say. They were trying to correct their ways and be better people. Well, I
3: guess they were kind of incompetent because there's kind of some trash villains. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Um <sighs> I mean. <Garden>.
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh I I thought that the message was heavy-handed, and I don't think that bothered me that the message was heavy-handed, but I kind of wanted them to like, there, there were some things that were done well. Like, I think that the random female lawyer award, uh, I think that was a really nice allegory for, um, like, random participation trophies and the <laughs> spectacle of, um, like, Miss America pageant type things. Yeah. Uh, I also like that in that same episode, you know, we've seen Bruce destroy entire cities and he's seen as a hero because of the stuff he did, but she destroyed a projector and was taken into custody. Yeah. That was a little much, but that's exactly how that shit would have gone. Like her being a woman and losing control in any form is like, because she's a woman, that's how that would have gone. And I, like that they tackled that they were like yeah I love how you
1: pointed that out because being a woman I didn't even see that like I, I love how you just said that like that that's a that's a great observation because now thinking about it she was upset because basically they showed revenge porn on her almost in an aspect and she was upset
0: yeah so, like she she, she, slept, she slept with yeah. one she slept with one dude and they were like she's a slut yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tony Stark. (laughs) Yeah, like, She-Hulk, you should be pissed. You have every right to be furious. Like, they are smearing your name, slander, like, your reputation, like, yeah. You should be furious. And the fact that all you did was destroy a projector? Yeah. Yeah, you handled that pretty well, I'd say. That's a brilliant observation. She quote-unquote lost control. And, yeah. But...
2: Uh, Brandon. Uh, I rare. This is rare, guys. I lean more towards Jordan here. <laughs> uh, I thought it was good. I thought um overall, like it was the most. It was the most one of the most fun shows to watch of the Disney Plus era shows, just because the comedy was good. They, you know, I'm a fan of sitcom, so I like it. Like a new adventure each, you know, each episode or whatever. And uh, and Jordan talked about the wedding episode was trash. The uh, you know she lost her rights to the name or whatever. That that was stupid. Uh, but otherwise, like the the retreat one with the uh, abomination and the rest of like l- like F level <laughs> character. Hilarious. Like they got her to open up. <laughs> like that was, that was really good. Yeah. Obviously, um, the finale was garbage. But everything else, really good. Um, I think the reason it falls is, yeah, the, they did way too. I'm not a fourth wall person. Don't don't need it. Don't need it at all. Doesn't do anything for me. But uh, they did it way too way like that's over the top. Like the that that's just to make that's for like clickbait type stuff so people can be like, yo, did you see that She-Hulk episode? She just told she jumped out my Disney Plus. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, so I'm good on that. Like, I'm cool. Uh, and there was, no, there was no end to some of these stories. Uh, the Frogman episode with Daredevil, that was hilarious. That one was funny. Yeah. Mr. Immortal uh, was pretty funny. Like, he could just die. Just that was
0: eat. my favorite episode. Yeah, he just when, to- like, they were just like tearing into him and he was like, all right. Yes. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm
2: <outright>
0: like- <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, oh, I, I forgot to mention uh, Madison.
2: Oh, Madison! We need more of her. Yeah, she was amazing.
0: She was really good. Oh, she and was I, so good. Should have been in this show more. Uh, yeah, the like best I friend
1: legal aid.
0: My favorite, Nikki. Loved Nikki.
3: She was good. Wait, Nikki
1: who's
3: Madison? Madison with the Y, but not where you think it is.
0: Yeah, two N's and a Y.
1: Oh, the drunk girl went wrong. Yeah. Was all right but I
0: liked the home girl Nikki was she was A1. Oh yeah, Nikki was 100% my favorite character and I knew that from jump. Like when I saw the first episode I was like I'm going to like Nikki. he was cool. She wasn't like a game she changer. Loyal. No, <laughs> I'm just saying I liked Nikki. I get it. Oh, yeah, she was And cool. I guess for some like me liking the best friend is is normal cuz I'm realizing in a in Miss Marvel, I think Nakia was my favorite character because mm, yeah. Nakia didn't play around. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. Uh, but yeah, She Hulk overall thought it was really good. Thought
2: they thought they could have did more. Could have leaned more into what She Hulk is as far as a character and lean less about like fourth wall break, but like lean more into like how confident she is and things of that nature. Um, CGI didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Same. Like, I, I like it. Character Luke was funny, uh like the dress, uh the designer or whatever. Oh yeah. He was, he was hilarious. Um what was I gonna say? The lawyer parts was was alright. Um but overall I thought it was solid. I thought it was it was it did a pretty good job overall. Um yeah.
1: So I'm yeah. the only hater.
0: Uh yes, yes, you are. Yeah is trash oh my god <laughs> i mean and that's okay like we, they make, they we make have the different stallion opinions though so boy we, we have different <laughs> opinions about things uh, uh, i
1: love i love that y'all loved it like
0: there were so many people I, who had a problem with the making the stallion episode and i don't understand why i think it was i those,
1: don't
3: understand why either uh, those little incel kids who like don't like women and they they refuse to see women as people and they only view them as objects right. so they yeah. should have
0: loved the megan the stallion episode yeah but they don't like black women
1: period yeah. say that again What's
0: yeah. next w- w- women women having fun is a problem yeah, but- exactly. yeah. all right uh werewolf by night So Ulysses Bloodstone dies. So a bunch of monster hunters are called in to do a hunt to see who will get the Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone and Jack Russell end up working together to try to save the monster being hunted Ted. They are able to get him out of there, but Jack touches the Bloodstone, which reveals him to be a monster. It is used to turn him into where his werewolf form. He kills all the henchmen man thing kills the widow Who was in charge of the whole operation? Elsa gets the Bloodstone and the estate. Brandon,
2: I loved it. Loved it. Uh, Knocked it out of the park with this one. Marvel needs to do more of these, especially for new characters like this. Uh, And they can do like more specific to a genre like this was. This is very like old school horror, you know, like old school, old school horror, which is good, cool. The black and white aesthetic was dope uh man thing game changer that was my favorite character um and i thought uh what was the girl's name bloodstone also Elsa. Elsa, i thought she was really good uh but yeah my dude world by night out he was outstanding like he was really good uh because he was like acting as if he's not like he was just going about it as if all right i'm not really like I don't have this other side to me. You know, he was just going about his day regular, trying to join the hunt. Like, I'm just a little monster hunter, you know. Yeah, just a regular guy. And then when you find out, like, you no, know, they're friends, he's trying to save his friend, like that was cool. Um, and yeah, I like the I liked how gory he was. You know, I'm not a big gore guy, but I like that they went to that extent uh for this. And overall, and the, the fact that it was tight, it was one little one shot, that was cool. Like you got your little experience and you kept it moving. And hopefully they extend from that. I'm hoping they do this for other characters just to keep kind of like a warm up, see what people think about them, which in this case, people loved it. And then we can get more. Maybe this person could show up in uh, Blade or whatever, you know, so I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay. Uh, I also thought it was really good. One thing I will say, Marvel uses black and white very well, at least so far, like, Every, every time I've seen them use black and white, which is like twice. Yeah, say like um, two for two. Yeah, like very well done. Um, but yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, I like that, you know, like Man-Thing was a character instead of just like an entity that yeah. exists in this. Like Man-Thing, like calling him Ted and he had a personality and he, you know, like I, I would like to know how they... Captured Man Thing or how Man Thing ended up there. That's what I, I want to know too. That's a good point. But you know, and how they got the bloodstone in Man Thing. Yeah, I have some questions, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it and I agree with Brandon that they should do more of these. You know series. I ain't even gonna lie, I
1: watched that and I fucked it all. I got sleepy. Like, I like the black and white, don't get me wrong, but um, it was very slow-paced for me. Um, and I was cooking dinner that night, too, so I had to work overtime.
3: There was worked. a lot of external factors with this one. yeah. <laughs>
1: Man, I did not watch this at all. Like, I tried to, but I went to sleep. It was a lot going on that day. But um, Elsa was very pretty, I thought that. I, hope that, I thought the mama was a bitch, and I hope she died. Um,
3: uh, I can definitely tell you she definitely did die. She died.
0: She okay,
1: good. Cause yeah. she was she was definitely a bitch to her daughter, like just, and she was weird. Like who keep who laughs at their husband's corpse? Like it was, it, it got a little grotesque for me at the beginning. I was like, this is nasty. Um, but I knew something was weird about the guy that was like. Oh, um, no, I haven't really killed anybody. Or I was like, something's off with him. Like, why is he acting like this? But now that y'all have explained it, I'm like, okay, he was just trying to save his friend. So that's pretty cool. But that's all I got. I don't really have nothing on that one.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'll be short too. I mean, because Brandon and Spencer both talked about it. Like, uh, I really enjoyed this one. I 100% agree that Marvel should continue to kind of do these one shots. I would love to kind of see a Howard the Duck one shot. Just because mm-hmm. we've seen him already yeah. twice. I think he w- I think that will make for like a good one shot, whatever story they can come up with. Um, I think that should be the next character to get it. But yeah, I enjoy seeing Man Thing, Iron Sword Joy. I enjoyed seeing, you know, Jack Russell. Um, the black and white did it. The the fact that they were able to show blood finally in a Marvel project was really good too. Um, even if it wasn't black and white. Like it was still enjoyable to see them, you know, attempt. To get a little bit more darker. So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed this one. Definitely looking forward to more one shots.
0: Okay. And the last item on the agenda for phase four. Black Panther Wakanda forever. So Shuri is trying to recreate the heart-shaped herb to save T'Challa from a mysterious disease, but he dies. Their mother becomes queen and... When she is questioned by world leaders about why they aren't sharing vibranium, she basically says, because I don't trust you, motherfuckers. (laughs) A vibranium detector is created, which causes the leader of Talokan to show up because he doesn't need the world coming to his home and discovering what he's got going on. And he ain't trying to be messed with. Namor says to Wakanda, bring me the scientist that created the machine or I will lay waste to Wakanda. They contact Agent Ross and find out that she is a young MIT student named Riri Williams. Uh, Namor's people show up, kidnap Shuri and Riri, and Okoye is stripped of her title as General of the Dora Milaje for allowing this to happen. Uh, Shuri is given a tour of Talokan, and Amor tells Shuri his story so she knows what the deal is. He says, basically, um, I hate the surface dwellers and I plan to wage war against them. Either you're with me or you're my first target. Uh, Queen Mother goes to Nakia to ask her to bring Shuri back, so she does, but... Um, There's a casualty, and that is considered an act of war. So, Namor shows up in Wakanda and starts fucking shit up. Kills Queen Mother and promises to return to lay waste to Wakanda in one week's time. Shuri is able to recreate the heart-shaped herb. She takes it. She sees Killmonger in the ancestral plane. And he's pretty much like, be like me, scorched earth. Um, The Wakandans lead Talokan into a trap. Uh, Namor and Shuri fight. Uh, she is about to kill him, but decides to instead not allow her vengeance to consume her. Uh more yields. His people are pissed because, well, like w- w- what are you doing? Like why are we, why are we doing an alliance? But he explains um, an alliance is good for everyone involved here. Uh, Riri is returned to the United States. Umbaku opens up the floor to challenge for King of Wakanda, and Shuri meets her nephew, T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Very nice. So, um, I'll go first. I thought this was a beautiful film. Um, it had. So many good things. I don't have very many negative things to say about it. I will say Riri's uh, Mark II armor was hideous. Oh, yeah.
4: Um,
0: I will say, as far as character introductions, uh, this was not the best we've seen uh, for Riri. Um, like if we compare hers to other characters that have been introduced, I would say get to be a shop was probably on the higher end of like character introductions. Um, as far as this new younger class in shows. Um, and this one compared to that one was just like, okay, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I'm glad we saw her, um, but it was, it was okay, but not spectacular. Um, but uh, I thought this movie did a really good job. I will say with confidence Namor to me is the MCU's best villain to date who okay. uh, Huerta uh, yeah. Yeah. did incredible work in this show and he didn't get wasted he didn't die we're gonna see him again um yeah Tanoch oh god he did so well and Angela Bassett was shooting for her Oscar. Yep.
1: And was.
0: Um, yep. because yeah. I am queen of the most nation
1: yeah.
0: on they earth. Should... And I have sacrificed everything. <laughs> um, and there were like there were some powerful moments because whenever uh whenever M'Baku was like, we probably shouldn't destroy the planet like this dude's trying to do. And Shuri was like, was my mother not worth destroying the planet? Yeah. And he had to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on now. I didn't say that. <laughs> right. But, and I thought it was great that he went from, we killed the fish man to, hold on now. Yeah, Let's yeah. think about this, because he got his shit cracked open.
3: Yeah, he found <laughs> out Namor was a problem.
0: Yeah, Got his right. shit cracked. Oh, God. It, I was worried M'Baku died. I really was. <laughs> but when he started breathing, I was like, okay, okay, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, um, there was a fucking problem. Like, even dried out, he was giving mm-hmm. Shuri the work. He was
1: going to have a business.
0: Like, she got impaled. She probably should have died. Probably. I'm wondering with that, that suit, is it really going to... Yeah cuz she she like he went through her and the rock like so she couldn't even pull it out she had to cut it off and like walk forward. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it went all the way through. Right. And it was pure vibranium. Yeah. So like Yeah, y- yeah she should be dead. Um <laughs> or I guess he just missed all the organs because, you know, he was dried out. So he he, he 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 misaimed a little bit but regardless um one of the things that i really liked that this movie did that the first one didn't do um and i'm not trying to take away from the first one i'm just saying this movie did it um we know as black people what experience we have with the cia and like law enforcement and in the first movie the cia dude was like team wakanda like committing treason for wakanda in this movie um at first i was like why is valentina allegra de fontaine here like wish like she didn't fit in this movie and then i was like you know what actually she does because she is the Accurate representation of what the United States would do in this situation. Like, she uh-huh. is the CIA. She's the one who's like, I get wet thinking about the United <laughs> States having vibranium. Period. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like that, like, I was like, that's, that's CIA shit. Yeah. That's the shit that's like, I, th- we destabilize them. We, like, they're not doing what we want. So, we need to get in there and get what Neutralize we want. Neutralize they
1: black asses and take their resources. Yeah, like that's, that's what, what
0: do you, what do you mean? What are we trying to do? Yeah, like the, her being what in do there. You mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> this is what we do. What the fuck are you talking about? So her being in there, like later, made more sense to me when I started thinking about it. Because I was like, yeah, she's, she's exactly what would happen like she's the representation of like yes this is what the united states would do in this situation because you know with ross he's a good guy and you know i thought that you know marvel had to plant him in there as the good guy for that reason but he was useful he was great we like him he's team wakanda you know he's probably invited to the cookout but uh, i said probably it depends on who's cookout. <laughs> He's invited, man. He might get us a go play. I'm inviting <laughs> him. He can, he can come to cookout. But um, anyway, I thought that this, and this movie had so much to do. Yeah. And it had people crying all over the place. Um, I could talk about this movie for another 20 minutes, so I'm going to yield the floor. Girl, uh I, I think initially
3: i thought the movie was only okay but then as i start to talk about it more like i really enjoyed it yeah when i first walked to theater i was like it it's fine like it's fine but then the more we talk about it it's like yeah it was it was it was really good i enjoyed it uh like spencer said namor for me killed it namor killed it um riri her suit absolutely trash garbage didn't like it um but yeah, overall, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. Like I think Black Panther, they did a good job following up to it. Very emotional movie. Very emotional.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I saw it a second time this past weekend. And I, I was similar to Jordan. I was a little higher on it than Jordan when coming out of it. Uh this past the weekend. My first time seeing it. Uh the emotional moments for some reason or another didn't hit me as much. I guess because I was just taking everything in. But the second time I saw it that's when like the emotional parts hit you more because you, you know what's coming. So you can kind of dive into it. And yeah, the, the moments were like, they were showing T'Challa and showing like, bro, everybody in my theater was crying when uh little T'Challa walked out. Like they was like, like they was yeah.
0: all. Bawling. He, cause that's the thing I wasn't ready for. I was ready for like, I was. So at the yeah. beginning when T'Challa died, I was ready for that in the right. middle When Queen Mother died, I was like, "Okay, I was kind of, I was kind of prepared. I don't like it, but like, I, I, okay, I, my mind knew this could happen. Whenever Little Daddy walked out, I was not ready.
1: Yeah, she told y'all though. Did y'all not catch it?
0: No, not until
1: it happened. She said when she was like, "Okay, let me before you go out there, let me finish, and then we." Can join you. I said, We
4: who the fuck is with her? Oh,
1: yeah. So that's how I was like, I said, Oh, they got somebody that's about to come here that's important. And then when they showed him, I said, Oh, thank you. This is this is an honor. I love that. It was, yeah. it was that
2: uh, I, you know, me and Jordan were recast uh, to Chala. We were re- team recast to Chala, but and I'm still that way, but yeah, me too. I'm still that way. However, they did a really good backhanded way of recasting Chichala, you know what i'm saying um so yeah i thought the movie was great i thought i thought it wasn't missing a like a star player like we had a star player on the on the, on the other end with Namor, but we didn't really have like i needed like a, a person you know what i mean sure it was cool but yeah i'm not she wasn't filling the shoes of T'Challa or anything like that so but that's kind of the, one of the few critiques i had but yeah.
3: Cerise?
1: Uh, I loved it. First of all, it was a 20 out of 10. Like, it gave me the – I'm going to piggyback off of what Vernon just said. Um, I personally feel like the reason why I didn't have a star player was because the starting five was supposed to make up this whole emotion, this whole team of emotion. Mm-hmm. Shuri was the grieving, angry sister. Um Queen Mother was a grieving mother who not only lost her son, but just lost her husband. Um, you know, trying to support not only her daughter and herself, but a whole nation. Um they have Okoye, you know, she still trying to, you know, be Switzerland and serve her kingdom, but also keep herself in check. But still having to still grieve the loss of one of the best leaders she's ever known comes to rain. Um, you know, Nakia leaving, that was really, that was shocking for me. Um, hey heybee. Um, he was definitely um he was the conscience of this movie. And I didn't expect that because coming into the first one, you know, somebody say something wrong, like, oh. Like, okay, you know, like, don't say nothing wrong, but we gonna jump on you like a silverback gorilla. Like, that's what he was giving. But in this movie, he was giving wisdom. He was giving, you know, hey, let's take a step back. Let's be strategic. You know, I loved how they made each character become deeper than what we were first presented with them. Um, Namor, A, that whole the whole Namor, his sister, and I wanted was it his brother or his cousin?
0: His uh, cousin was the woman, but yeah, his cousin uh, was a woman, and a I think a two Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, either way, his whole crew. They I loved it. Like I love their backstory. Ryan Kugler poured out every emotion that you can think of. Like. He he gave you anger. He gave you excitement. He gave you sadness. I think he gave you what he felt when Chadwick died, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's something that we all needed. Like we didn't properly grieve Chadwick because of the pandemic. Chadwick died in 2020. Everybody was dying in 2020. So how can you properly grieve someone when your relative is in the hospital and they're dying as well? Like nobody really got to celebrate this man when he was wanted to when he did he needed to be celebrated. Yeah, that's a
0: good point. There were two things so, that Ryan Coogler did uh-huh. that I really appreciate.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, Cerise, I'm sorry.
1: No, I'm you're sorry. fine. No, nah, um, I just I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um I I felt all the feels. I love how um Ryan Coogler dropped a lot of gems in there, like one of them being how the government steadily wants black and brown people to fight each other just so they can come in and take our resources all together. Like, I love that. And that's something that happens today in America. The government, you know, will, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying it has been portrayed that black and brown people will fight each other and to, you know, instead of coming together to protect each other. But I also feel like Namor joined an alliance with Wakanda, cause how he said it, it was kind of shady. And did y'all catch the picture in the back? Yeah. Like yeah. the picture looked like he slayed the Panther instead of trying to unite with the Panther. And I feel like he's gonna try to double cross him and try. Oh, to he most de- he most
3: definitely will. <laughs> There's no so, doubt about He definitely will.
1: I think I think he just did that for the time being. Namor is definitely about to do something shady. So you need to for real. Like, and Shuri's too. She's too easy for me. Like, she's always we'll protect your people, girl. You can barely protect Wakanda yourself at this point. Like, you can't be protecting everybody, their mama. Like, stop. She's yeah. easy, but other than that, I'm third. Yeah. I'm third.
0: Um, there were a couple of things. One, I there were two things I liked that Ryan Coogler did, and there's one question that I'm glad was answered. Um, I like that Ryan Coogler. Had Angela Bassett say, Oh, we we hear the whispers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know what we know what you've been saying. Right. You think that we are weak because we've lost our protector, which was Ryan Coogler saying, Oh, you thought since Shadwick died, this franchise was gonna go to shit. That's what you Period. thought. You you thought that this wasn't gonna be good. You thought we were just lost and confused. Now nah, I got something for you, right? And we know um that generally speaking there are a lot of times through sometimes bad behavior but sometimes through no fault of their own that there are black women who are left to lead because the men are taken early for yeah. some reason or somehow so it is the black women who are left to grieve as well as Keep everything afloat and make sure yeah. that everyone else is okay and like survive mm-hmm. and that was demonstrated here because mm-hmm. this was I mean at, this was a black woman led and handled movie yep. um, so yeah I mean we had the four most important women in T'Challa's life and we saw all four of them in this movie. Um, We saw his mother representing tradition. We saw Shuri who represented growth. And we saw Okoye who I guess represented structure and duty. Yeah, I can see that. And then Nakia representing love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. Oh, sorry. My bad. Oh, no,
3: good. I was going to ask y'all. So now that we kind of went through all the movies, I want to ask y'all a couple questions, right quick.
4: Let me
0: let me get one more thing off. Um, yeah. Oh God, I lost it. I had it and then I lost it. Well, oh, I told oh, you. Continue. Oh yeah, one more one more question. Um, or one more thing that got answered. I always wondered why the Black Panther and the King were the same person, because I feel like they shouldn't be. And when T'Chaka was alive, they weren't because T'Challa was the Black Panther but T'Chaka was king. So that made sense to me. And then when T'Challa was both and the fact that the um the challenge day is like for both. Like I why are they the same person? And do they have to be the same person? And this movie as far as I know let me know that they don't cuz they leaned into M'Baku's going to be king and Shuri's still going to be Black Panther. But T'Chaka was uh Black Panther at one point. Yeah, yeah. Like when yeah, in his
2: youth. He was Black saying Panther like when you two.
3: see him in civil war, he's King T'Chaka versus um, uh, T'Challa is Black Panther. Yeah. I'm I am i am not sold on the show. But shoot. was it not
1: passed down? But was it not passed down like for a hierarchy yeah
3: but something? even if it's passed down according to like the movie the movie logic, Chadwick should have been both king and Black Panther. Right, but that's not how T- T'Chaka was because T'Chaka was the king, and T'Challa was Black Panther. But, but it, like up until he T'Chaka died, T'Chaka
1: too old though. That's what I'm saying. Like he got too old to be both. He, I mean T'Chaka, no disrespect, but he was a you know plush size, uh, like black man, like yeah, and he was elderly. Like he couldn't be moving like that, so. One of these fathers to pass it down, like kind of how, like you know, the. I mean, I think, was...
3: I think, I mean, I think that's what Spencer's saying. Like when, when T'Chaka was younger, he was mm-hmm. both King and Black Panther. Yeah. And that same thing happened to uh, T'Challa. T'Challa. He was both King and Black Panther, but now with Shuri,
0: it's separated. Looks and like when, and Baku is about to be. And when T'Chaka was old, it was separated. Yeah.
1: Okay. So like it, it kinda it kind of went Can back we and then better. it
0: changed and then it went back again. I think the shirt I'm assuming Shuri and Umbaku had a conversation about uh-huh. like, hey, I'm gonna go be great. You run Wakanda. Yeah. because like, was- it felt like that was agreed upon. Like I don't think Umbaku just showed up and was like, Hey, yeah, it I'm king now. Like, I don't think that's what happened. Yeah,
2: yeah. I agree. I think I'm hoping the next movie is. Young T'Challa is aged up a little bit and then, uh, yeah, he comes
0: for his throne. Because I also wonder how that power dynamic works. Like, if he becomes king of Wakanda, will Shuri have to like respect that? I mean, they scared. gotta fight for her, they gotta fight for it because she's she's the Black Panther and she was throwing orders around. But I mean, that's what before. challenge Day is
3: they gotta, they gotta they gonna have to fight for it, yeah. yeah. okay. okay, but. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. This, this, let me, all right. Let's get to some questions. Yes. What do you guys think is the best movie in phase four? Or should we wait to the rankings? We're going to do a ranking. Okay. Okay. All right. My other question was I mean, I think I know this one. Who is the best villain and who is the worst villain in phase four?
0: Series, would you like to go first?
1: Man. Um, Worst villain, I wanna say this show was a villain to itself. Um, she hulk. <laughs> she definitely just she she was a villain to herself. So, like I, I don't think they did that girl justice. Like that show was pissed for terrible. Um, best villain. Mm, I don't think Namor was a villain. I think he was anti-superhero, so I'm not going to consider that a villain. Um, I'm going to say...
0: I'm going to say Wanda,
1: because some sequences in that movie, she scared the shit out of me. Like, when they were in that sewer and she popped out like a damn zombie and was walking like um, the ring character. Yeah, I'm going to say Wanda.
0: When she came out of that mirror or that gong? Yeah. No, I didn't that like it. it. Me. I didn't like it. I was because she like she did that like weird
1: cracking bone shit. That's what I'm saying. And then oh. in the in the sewer when she was like all waiting and she came out the blue, Wanda Wanda wins that for me. Like that bitch was scary. She did what she had to do.
3: Brandon. Yeah. Are we saying worst? Yeah. Worst, or uh, worst villain. Either you can be the show or a movie. Worst
2: is whoever was the villain for Eternals. I don't know who it was. The Deviant thing? Yeah. Deviant. Oh, yeah. Uh, H- Hickory's, whatever, whoever this niggas was. <laughs> whatever they was, uh, whatever, whatever they were going for. Yeah. Whatever they was going for was garbage.
3: What about the and, best?
2: I mean, best. Like I said, they've had really good ones. I might have to, it's tough. I might have to do Shang-Chi. Uh, uh the Mandarin. I love the Mandarin, bro. He, he killed it. He killed I'm it. I'm mad at
0: that. Spencer. Um if this counts, uh the worst villain was Taskmaster. Oh, very good. Very it good. counts. It counts. Okay. <laughs> um and the winner, Goku <laughs> God. The feather god. Yeah. The feather serpent god. Yeah. yeah. Potentially as strong as the Hulk. <laughs> yeah.
4: You think they more was a villain for real?
3: I think I don't movie, think he's
0: a villain, but in this movie he's a villain. In this movie, he was a villain. He killed Queen Mother. Yeah.
1: He well, did, he, he did do that. I I don't know. I just feel like he was trying to protect his people.
0: I can understand. I mean, I completely agree with you. No, yeah, you're I not wrong. Agree. Yeah. But in this movie, he's a villain. He's not an anti-hero yet. He will be. We're gonna see that, but like, nah, today. He's a villain.
3: Yeah. Uh, For me, I mean, I think Namor as well. I think he was the best villain in phase four. Uh, As far as the worst villain, I would probably give it to Miss Marvel's character, uh, that kid. Yeah. Uh, Cameron? Yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Cameron. Cameron.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dipset. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Goodness. All right.
3: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that that was the only questions I had um, before we get into the
0: rankings. Did anybody else have any questions? Sure. All right. Um, Let's do shows first. Um, You'll just go straight from bottom to top. Um, Cerise, you can go first. We'll have Jordan go second. I will go third and Brandon will go last.
1: From worst to greatest?
0: Yes, on shows. Werewolf by okay. night, we are considering a show.
1: Really? Okay. Um, I'd even put that. You, in. you can put an
0: asterisk next to yours. This, is, this did not finish.
1: Yeah, so we're not gonna count that. Okay. Uh worse, she hulk, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, WandaVision, what is Miss Marvel Loki?
2: You put what if if up there? Wow.
1: Hold
0: on, on, man. What an order.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I thought (laughs) I was the wild one. Everybody thought
0: thought I was the wild one. You're Uh, not going
1: to do me like that.
0: I didn't hear Moon Knight.
1: Oh. Well, hold on. We're going to put what if in fourth place and put Moon Knight in third. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Captain America's
0: Johnson, all freaking on both parts. that you talk about my list. Come on, man. Oh goodness. Oh,
1: man. man. That the is thing.
0: the second Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot man, to. Let me hear
1: y'all's go come for me. Like I actually food. forgot
3: to put word with my night in mind. So, like as we was talking about it, I had to update it. Uh, but from bottom to the top, I got what if at the bottom. I got Miss Marvel next. Uh, I got I am Groot. Uh, I got WandaVision. I got Hawkeye and uh, She-Hulk. Uh, man, I got my I got my list out of order. Warwolf by Night and Loki.
1: You put She-Hulk at the top. Yeah. bro, you should have put I am Groot before her. Are you crazy? Hey, it,
3: was good, it was a good show.
2: What'd you say, Brandon? What was your number two? Uh
3: my Warcraft number.
2: Warcraft. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where'd you put focus?
3: where'd
0: you put number three? She
3: oh got Okay. Yes, one of those. I got my <laughs> list. I got my I had to update my list and it kind of messed it up because I forgot World by Night. Okay.
0: okay, so for me, um number 10. Moon Knight. Damn. Number
1: nine,
0: What If? Number eight, Miss Marvel. Number seven, I Am Groot. Number six, She Hulk. Number five, WandaVision. Number four, Werewolf by Night. Number three, Captain Falcon. Number two, Hawkeye. Number one, Loki.
3: Okay.
0: I feel like we're all in agreement with the number one so far. (laughs) Brandon?
2: All right. Number nine, the worst show in Disney Plus. Moon Knight. Oh my God.
1: Oh my God.
2: We have Narrate. What if? Then we have Miss Marvel. Then we're going She Hulk. Then we'll go WandaVision. Then Hawkeye. Then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then Werewolf by Night, number two, Loki, number one.
3: So it sounds like we're all in agreement. Well, except for Cerise. Yeah, with the Werewolf by Night being number two. And then Loki
0: being number
1: one. What was my number two? Hello. This right, right. Marvel was dope. No, I liked
0: not. it. I had Werewolf by Night as number four. Oh, okay. But I mean, that's still not bad. Um, for movies, we will go in reverse order. So Brandon will go first. I will go second. Jordan will go third, and Cerise will finish us out. All right uh this this should be
2: interesting here all right number seven uh i think number seven, the last oh, yeah. easy then uh after that it is thor uh number three love and thunder then we have black widow then we have shang chi then dr strange and then Spider Man number two, and then Wakanda Forever number
3: one. What was your What was your uh, last one? Like the not not the number one, but the number seven? Uh, Eternals. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, my list is very similar. A uh, couple things switched around. Uh, at the bottom is Eternals. Number six is Black Widow. Number five is Thor: Love and Thunder. Number four is Doctor Strange. Number three is Shang-Chi. Number two is Spider-Man No Way Home. Number one, Wakanda Forever. Okay. Cerise? Nope, nope.
3: Jordan, it's you. Oh, okay. My turn. All right. Uh, Also, list is kind of similar. My number seven is Black Widow. My number six is Eternals. My number five is Thor Love and Thunder. Um, My number four is Spider-Man No Way Home. My number three is Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. My number two is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And Number one, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever.
1: Okay, my list is kind of similar. Number seven is Eternal. Number six is Thor, Love and Thunder. Number five is Black Widow. Number four is Shang-Chi. Number three is Spider-Man No Way Home. Number two, Doctor Strange. Number one, Black Panther. Wakanda forever.
3: Yeah. I, I kind of figured that everybody's number one was going to be Black Panther. Yeah. And yeah. I've kind of figured the bottom two would have either been Black Widow or Eternals. I'm sure you got Thor in there. That was number one. Yeah, my number five. I know for me. That's right now. my number six. Yeah. But
0: was uh, we have socials, don't we?
3: We do, we do, and you know what, Spencer? We forgot to put the spoiler warning on too, but I guess this is part. This two, is so a part it, two. So yeah, it's so it, it 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 a continuation. It out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the spoiler warning
3: from part one still applies. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Before we do the socials, I mean, again, I want to go ahead and thank Cerise for joining us. You definitely, you know, kept the podcast alive. You definitely made us laugh and we thank you for it for sure
1: thank y'all um this was so fun i've been talking about it for the last week like i don't put my mama and daddy on to y'all's podcast so um my dad actually loved hearing that three black men are you know talking about comics and stuff like that like he was very excited and he was like, this is dope. Like this is something I never grew up with. So he commends y'all and he um he's excited to start listening to y'all show. He actually wanted part one and part two to come out before he started. And my mom says she's waiting for part two to come out before she listens to so they can just listen all the way through. So my parents love what y'all are doing. I love what y'all are doing and um hopefully you know, y'all bring the distance
3: back so I can do these laughs with y'all again because y'all are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, you, def- you definitely definitely going to have to come back. And I would definitely say, I want to say you were the number one person. When you found out we were gonna, uh, doing a podcast, I think you were the first person to hit me up and was like, when you get a chance, you want to come on. I want to say you were the first person to hit me up and tell oh. me. So yeah, I knew eventually... I-
1: I support you for real. Like, aside from all of this, like, I don't like me and Jordan used to work together, y'all. And he and I would talk about stuff like this all the time. So agree. to see his passion come to fruition, I can't do nothing but support my friend. And I think it's completely amazing that he found two other men that are just the same. So I have to support y'all. Oh, thank you.
3: Appreciate it. I know we're about Love to that. start crying over here. A little black Panther moment. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> but either way we got socials, you know, find us on the Facebook. You can join our new group, the league of melanated gentlemen podcast, uh, you know, request to join. We're, we're always having conversations in there. Feel free to start conversations and you're definitely going to get our real, our real takes our real opinions. Like it or not, you, you're going to get the real. Um, hit us up on Twitter at the LMG Podcast and join us on YouTube. We got a couple videos on there. Feel free to like, subscribe, comment, know all that good stuff. And yeah, we're never duplicated.
0: Always appreciate it. And forever melanated.